Bitter Pill are committed to producing new writing until theatres in the UK reopen. Through the Painkiller Project, we're open for submissions once a month and are producing two plays from each submission window. If you enjoy the play you're about to hear and you'd like to support the continuation of the project, please consider pledging to our Patreon to make a donation that would be repeated each time a new play is released. Alternatively, you can make a one-off donation through paypal.me. Any donation made would mean the world to us. For more information, follow the links in the description of this podcast. And now the Painkiller Project presents Send Nudes. It can be easy and simple. It can be fun and sexy. But sometimes it can be more. A nude image is not just a photo, but also a reflection of our hopes and dreams. Enjoy. One day, a man from Bumble or Hinge or Tinder was chatting with me and was like, let's move this to Snapchat. So we're on Snapchat, and he said, send me a picture of you naked. And I was like, I'm walking down the street. And he said, so? Send me nudes you have saved in your phone. Come on, you must have some that you sent to your ex. And the next thing I know, my phone's ringing. And I pick it up, and it was just a penis. A penis. It was his penis. His giant... Hard, very hairy, pink penis. He was touching himself vigorously, and I don't know what he expected me to do or say. Like, maybe he thought I'd be like, wow, that's so sexy, I'm so horny. And then he called me a bitch. And I was like, excuse me? No, 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 no. You're a gross weirdo. Send him nudes that I sent my ex First of all, don't bring up exes. Now I'm sad. And second of all, I'm not sending a stranger nudes that I have stored on my phone. They're there because I'm too sad to delete them. They don't exist to be passed around. And even though I look very, very good, they were for one person only. I posed for that person. I thought about that person. I touched myself to that person. They're not for anyone else. There had been another man from Bumble or Hinge or Tinder, and he was very attractive, like, deeply so. (laughs) Like, the kind of attractive that if anyone I knew saw us together, they'd fucking hate me. And yeah, that felt amazing, you know? He was from another world, one where Zeus and Thor and other Greek gods live. He was tall, blonde, chiseled. His skin was as smooth as... Something that's very smooth, like a smooth rock. He was like Michelangelo's David, only hotter and with a much bigger dick. He came over to fuck me and saw my bookcase and said, wow, you have a lot of books. And then would text me saying, I can't believe how many books you have. And I was like, do you want to borrow one? I I don't think he'd ever read a book. Probably because when you're that hot, you always have plans. You're always with friends or fucking someone. You don't have time to read. The sex was not good. Nope, of course it wasn't. He never had to try because any girl was just happy to be bouncing on his dick. It was the kind of bad sex where it was all about him, and I actually think he forgot I was there. But I ignored this, and I just stared into his deep, sexy eyes and wondered why he was with me. One night, he'd been at a wedding, and I asked why he didn't go home with someone there. He said a few women had been looking at him. A few? (laughs) 
please. (laughs) But he felt like coming here to the library, our little in-joke. You had sex with someone who doesn't read? My friend said. Did you see the pictures I sent you? Yeah, but he doesn't read? (laughs) I'm sorry. Is this a marker of a good match? Like, is big reader at the top of all of our lists of an ideal partner? Uh, there are other things in life, I told my friend, as if me and the Greek god had anything in common. He liked shooting. He said he was going to a gun show, and I thought maybe he was talking about his arms. But no, he meant a gun show, like with guns. And I'm super anti-gun. And I tried to act interested, like, wow, oh my gosh, what do you do at those? Do you, like, fondle guns? Do you shoot at beer cans? Do you try not to accidentally kill each other? The only thing we had in common was that I liked sending him pictures of my naked body, and he liked looking at them. I would tell him I was getting in the shower, and he'd say, show me. It was so sexy. He wanted to see me. He wanted videos and props, and there was a heat wave, and I was sweating at night, and he said, go get some ice. So I got some ice, and I ran it all over my nipples, and I traced it down my body. And he said, go further. Cool down your clit. Show me how you rub yourself with that ice. Come all over the ice for me. So I did. I fucked the ice. I came all over the ice. And I did it because it turned me on. And I did it because I had a hot man who was into me telling me he wanted to see me. And like a giant fucking idiot, I thought he wanted to see me. Not just my body, but my mind, my heart. Well, that was dumb. Because this was not the person for that. This was a person for sex. This was a person who came over and stuck his dick in my face and then literally said, do you like a dick in your face? And I said, yes, I love it, because I was playing a part where I said things like that. I was desperately trying to connect with him, desperately hoping someone who was totally wrong for me could be right for me, because I was desperately trying to get over the other guy. The other guy was someone who wasn't an ex, but wasn't not an ex, you know? He drove me fucking insane, like batshit fucking crazy. But it was the kind of insane that I couldn't get enough of. We got along like a house on fire. And eventually, we burned the house down. Unlike the Greek god, he liked to read. We had so much in common. We had so much chemistry. There was no forcing anything. It was just there. After the first time we hooked up, I found all these bruises all over my body, like bite marks on my nipples. But I didn't mind. Not at all. I started sending him naked pictures after that. He would always open them at 2 a.m. when, you know, I assumed he was in bed, maybe naked, maybe thinking about me. But as much as we had in common, And as much chemistry as we had, he kept me at a distance. He said, we were just fooling around. I hook up with everyone. (sighs) You know, but then I'd send him, like, a super artsy and tasteful nude, and he'd respond with, fuck, 
is this what I'm missing out on tonight? And then he'd talk about other girls in front of me, flirt with them in front of me, and it would crush my dumb little heart. But then, in the dark depths of the night, he would admit how close he felt to me. And I felt pure joy. Until the next time, he'd push me away. He said he didn't know what the naked pictures meant. They mean I like you. But what are they about? He knew it was about more than sex. The pictures were an extension of how I felt about him. He made me feel things. Every moment with him was too short. I wanted to know him. And I wanted to be known by him. I wanted to share things with him. I wanted to go deeper. I wanted him in my bed, yes. I wanted him to crawl under the sheets with me to feel my warm body and pour himself into me. But I wanted to care for him. I wanted him to know I was thinking about him, that I touched myself to him, that I wanted him to be happy, that I wanted to make him happy, that I really worried about him and hated when he would joke about not making it to 30, that I defended him and protected him, that I wanted to be more than a warm body he could so easily leave. Well, I'm glad I make you feel things, he said, and I could hear in his voice that it was true. But he said he didn't want to feel anything. He didn't want to risk getting hurt because he'd been hurt and it was so bad and he was never going there again. I mean, calm down. You're not Icarus and I'm not the sun and you're not going to burn the hell up if you get too close to me. But okay, fine. You had to avoid confronting what might be here. Take the easy road. He didn't want me to know him, scared I might judge him or leave him. He was scared without realizing that I wasn't scared at all of knowing everything about him. He punished me for believing there was something between us. He wanted to be out in the world, chasing girls, not talking about feelings with someone who wasn't a Victoria's Secret model. He would get angry, yell at me that it was just meaningless sex, that we're not special. And I was left with blood pouring out of my heart, carrying the pain for both of us, the pain and grief of a love not lived, a love not explored. So no, I'm not gonna send my nudes to some gross penis-calling Snapchat guy. Nudes for one person might be meaningless, but for another, it's your whole heart wrapped up, handed over, hoping for more. Send Nudes was written and performed by Kitty Burnett. It was directed by Josh Roach with sound design by Joseph Harris. Thank you for listening. This production is supported using public funding by the National Lottery through Arts Council England.